Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, welcome to The Inner Edge with myself, Shane Craddock. I was joking with uh, somebody recently who's a regular listener to this podcast and they were laughing with me, telling me that I sound good on uh, 1.25x or 1.5x speed. And uh, (laughs) I was thinking to myself, oh, I must listen to that. So I listened to it anyway, it was a bit of fun. But... This episode is kind of inspired by that conversation because I think that's a mistake. N- not not to kind of accelerate you listening to Shane and minimizing that time. No, for a very different reason. I think do something that most people don't do with podcasts, which is slow down your mind. So there's immense value in slowing down your mind. Why? Because it creates space. And space enables reflection. Really important human tool that's built into all of us because reflection allows for insight. Insight is something that comes from your own intelligence system. It allows you to see something about the world around you. It allows you to see opportunities, the way that you work, the way you're blocking yourself. And as a result, then insight allows for transformation. So if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that I've shared Honestly, that uh, good few years ago now, my twenties. Unfortunately, it's a good few years ago. <laughs> I was depressed. I was in a kind of a suicidal spiral of depression. But when I look back now, it's very easy for me to see that my mind was just racing everywhere. It was so busy, it was crazy. But I didn't, I didn't know that at the time, which is kind of incredible. But then I've since realised that most people don't even realise it, and even if they do realise it. They don't always see it as a problem. But for me, what I realized going through that experience was that my mind was so busy and racing everywhere that it was kind of full of junk and it was blocking up the pipes. I had no space. It was blocking up the pipes of creativity, of my intuition, of my own clarity. I was the one putting the dirt in and I just didn't realize it. And again, looking back now, I remember very specifically, I was only sharing this recently with with the group, for the first time that at that particular period of my life, I remember the first meeting with the counselor who really uh, changed the direction that I was going in and helped me to look in a different direction. Um, but that first meeting, after that, he said, listen, go down to the sea there and have a conversation with yourself because you had managed to get yourself into a very dangerous and serious situation, Shane. So I went down to the sea and I did what big boys apparently didn't do in my life, which was had a good cry. And just everything came out. Um, Just, it was like a very raw, emotional, it just was very raw crying. And it just kind of cleared me out. And I kind of since kind of look at crying now as almost like clearing out the soul, clearing out the pipes. And in a way, I was kind of surrendering to the moment without realizing it. But at that time, I remember having this clear knowing that, look, everything's going to be okay. And then, a few minutes later, I had this genuinely, as I'm, I'm telling you, as, a, as, a, as it happened, is I had this flash of 
a series of images, one in particular where I was standing up with a group of people in a room doing work that I'm kind of doing now. And I didn't fully understand what that picture meant. Now, that's probably for a different podcast, that story, because <laughs> there's all, probably all sorts of questions around that, perhaps. But what I'm saying is that out of my space, which was a difficult time where I just let go and I stopped all the mental chatter, out of that inner space came an insight, came a knowing, came, uh, it could be an idea or a solution. In a way, that's what happens to people when they get a, a eureka moment in the shower. It's like, oh, boom, that's the way I need to go or that's the solution to that problem. And what I have observed with a lot of people is that there's this trend or obsession with getting information. And because time is money and we all are short on time, apparently, um, people listen to, for example, podcasts or audible books at 1.25 speed just to get more information in. And that's fine, perhaps in certain contexts. But I would encourage you to look at your results and ask yourself, is my approach working? Or is it just making my mind smarter, but nothing is really changing? So if you, for example, are somebody who is reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of podcasts, going to seminars, whatever way you consume your information, just make sure that your knowledge factor is matching up with your results factor. And if it, you feel it's not, or you're getting frustrated, I'm going to encourage you to look in this direction, which is maybe consume less information and create more space. Because... That's what I saw in my own work, in my own life. And it was shocking to me as, at the effectiveness of it. And I think one of the causes, perhaps, of this um, approach of kind of trying to consume as much information in as short a time as possible is because time is money. That's the way the business world looks at it. Speed is hugely important, and rightly so in business. I mean, if you think about even something like Amazon's one click, it's all about speed of reply, speed of service, instant gratification, and they're all important things and they do give a competitive advantage in business for sure. But when it comes to being a human and getting the best out of yourself, from my experience, uh, bringing in too much information too quickly clogs up the workings of your mind in the same way that perhaps eating too much food too quickly would clog up the workings of your digestive system. You need to allow some space with digesting food to go through your system I think that's logical. We kind of know that from experience ourselves. To me, the mind is the same thing. Too much information. Now, I know that that's why people go on digital detoxes at different times, which is all fine. But I think there's a bigger opportunity to bring a different approach of space, inner space, into your day, into your week, and not just wait until you get burnt out and clogged up and then go on a, on a retreat somewhere to try and sort all the inner gunk out. I think that that's actually still causes damage. I remember meeting a guy, I'm going to call him Know-It-All Nick. I was asked to meet him, it's not his real name obviously, but I was asked to meet him by a mutual um, client or friend and um, the backdrop was that this guy was very smart, very successful in his field, but in his current role wasn't cutting it with um, his employer. And he wasn't getting the results he was getting paid to do. Long story short, when I met him, I literally spent maybe the first 45 minutes just observing this incredible data download. It was just like a splurge of information. This guy was an obsessive reader, consumer. He knew everything about everything. Even my industry, he knew everything about everything. But as I said to him, I said, can I just stop you there? Why am I here? I think to help me, right? So therefore, 
if you want my help, it means that there's something you don't see. Yet you're talking at me like you know everything. And I said, what I'm getting a sense of is that your mind is so busy, there's no space to get clarity. The clarity you're seeking isn't going to come from a book. It's not going to come from a podcast. It's something that's deeper within. It's about understanding that you're blocking your own clarity with the amount of gunk and information that your intellectual mind is fascinated by. Now, this guy, by the way, was fascinating in terms of he was like a walking Wikipedia. Now, he didn't really like what I said and didn't really hear it. And it was probably no surprise because there was no space inside his mind to hear it. And he went about his business and ended up losing the job. Years later, um, I remember getting a message saying, hey, it's me. Remember me? <laughs> Not all Nick. Can we meet up? Met up. And what was great to see for him was that the pain of that situation had provoked him to re-examine his complete model because obviously if you're doing that approach in your work, it means it's probably going to come into your personal life, which it was. There was challenges there too with his wife, etc. But brilliantly for him, and I was delighted to see, he had learned to take a different approach, which was to slow his mind down, create some inner space. And that inner space allowed him to see things about himself that were from his own guided system. And they made the biggest changes in him, in his work and in his life. Now, most people, especially entrepreneurs, find it difficult to slow down. I mean, most of the people I work with, they're very busy. They have lots on. They're short on time. And, and you know, if you, have, if you have an ambitious life, that's perhaps a price to be paid. But what most people don't realize is that you can still be busy with lots on in your external world, but internally, you can still slow things down. They, they don't have to be connected in that way. Now, it does require an inner level of management, if you want to call it that. Um, and it's certainly, I think, when you slow things down, even with a busy lifestyle or busy work life, you actually tend to work smarter. And so people talk about thinking and working smarter as a catchphrase. But what does that actually mean? Well, to me, it's more to do with higher level thinking. And higher level thinking really doesn't come out of a clogged up busy mind. It comes out of a more reflective mind, which is possible to create if you see it as a potential approach or model or a habit. So for me, for example, I deliberately will slow things down several times during my day, particularly first thing in the morning. That's probably the prime time for me is slowing things down, looking at higher level thinking, make sure I create some space for some of the key questions. Then during the day, I will take mental breaks to slow myself down because it can naturally speed up in conversations, with challenges, with goals. Um, and then at the end of the day, I'll deliberately slow things down. What I'd like to share with you here is um, a little poem. It's a poem that I read at my leadership retreat last year called The Thrive Experience. I kind of run it every year for leaders and I like to try and bring in different elements of business and life and health, but also creativity in the arts. And this particular poem really uh, struck a chord. It's by a woman called Judy Brown. And the poem is called Fire. And it kind of makes the point in a very creative artistic way. So let me share it with you. What makes a fire burn is space between the logs, a breathing space. Too much of a good thing, too many logs, packed in too tight can douse the flames almost as surely as a pail of water would. So building fires requires attention to the spaces in between as much as to the wood. When we are able to build open spaces in the same way we have learned to pile on the logs, then we can come to see how it is fuel 
and absence of the fuel together that make fire possible. We only need to lay a log lightly from time to time. A fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. I think that's just a fantastic poem. And for me, it's just emphasizing in a very, maybe a deeper way, the importance of space. I love that last line. You know, fire grows simply because the space is there with openings in which the flame that knows just how it wants to burn can find its way. And that's about cultivating the fire within. And that's about then looking at that space as well as the logs. For me, the logs are really to do with the busy mind, your thoughts. But if you're kind of busy, busy, busy in your mind all the time, there is no space for the, for the fire that knows which way it wants to burn. It just can't find its way. So what about you? Are you in accelerated information acquiring mode? We call it that. <laughs> or are you in kind of a more balanced inner space mode? Could you experiment with making some variations? Maybe even going for a walk, instead of listening to a podcast, dare I say, just listen to the sounds around you, take in information through your senses, what you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you taste, what you smell, slowing down, slowing down your mind, taking your attention out of your thinking into the present moment. How can you slow things down? How do you cultivate the fire within? So, a busy mind, from my perspective, definitely is very bad for business. And it's also very bad for your life. It's very bad for your clarity. And just in case you've listened to me in this podcast at fast speed, yeah, you know who you are. Um, look, go back. Maybe am I suggesting go back and listen to it at normal speed? It's deliberately done in a way to slow things down. It, see if it makes a difference. But listen for the space. That's it for this week. Ciao for now.